We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch where it take us Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our response is amazing Our bases covered, yeah Yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bringing it home We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch how we shine Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our responses be prime Our bases covered, Woo. Yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go So do grab a seat Oh no, this ain't MLB, but you know it's time for the show All bases covered, my brothers, yeah, you know you love it We get it, yeah, we going in Yeah, we be focused like this is the bottom of night, baby You know we ready to win Sports to pop culture, we cover those things that we supposed to We knocking it out of the park All bases covered, no end in the topic that say to the culture We sending the spark, we cover Welcome to the All Bases Covered podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Uh, we're still waiting on the rest of the Motley crew to show up here on a uh, Monday. Um, it is, we're waiting on Josh, and we're waiting on um, Joe, and our producer, and Sam, and here comes Joe. Um, we thought we were going to be losing blog talk radio here, but... Um, <clears throat> We just can't quit it yet. We, uh, we're we still stuck here on Blog Talk uh, because it gives us our best platform uh, as of right now. But we're back at it. We missed Friday. We are here again on Monday to talk, try to fill time as football season is uh, wound down and there's no more football left and we just have shitty NBA basketball to discuss. Uh, what's up, boys? I see I see. we got our producer, Joe, on. We got, we got Sam who needs who needs a nap? I think. Um, so, I need a nap, Sam. Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I was actually taking a nap. What's up? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Hello. Oh, God. We're we're back at it here, man. It's I was on Podbean, and I thought we could seamlessly move things over there, but apparently you they don't have the call-in feature, they don't have any of the, the studio, the on-air studio. You have to record everything and upload it yourself. Uh, we're not really quite set up to do that just yet, but hopefully soon. We do have some potentially big news. Sam has some big news, too. Sam, why don't, why don't you kick us off with some of the possible uh, uh, things that might be happening down the line. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, man. I, you know, I, I'm trying. Okay. I, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get. Spoil it. Um, go ahead. I say spoil it. Spoil it. Oh, spoil it. Okay, yeah, absolutely, hundred um, percent. I am trying to get the uh, defensive rookie of the year player for a quick quick segment because they are related that person's related to someone that my wife knows very well so, so you know hope wish us luck boys you know yeah um the other thing is we got a website coming i found someone to build us a website that's going to do it free of charge for now. So we're going to get a website built. That way we can link the show. I mean, directly on how the much website. are you really paying them on the back end, Mike? Be real. Yeah. Hey, or is it literally, literally paying them on the back end? 
So let's not be dirty. So let's not be dirty. Anyway, <laughs> we're also going to set up <laughs> merchandise, apparently. Uh, talk to someone who, who can get our logo on it with uh, the, all bases covered. The other thing is, Sam, you know this person very, very, very well. He runs and owns movie theater chains. Okay? Talk to him. Talk to him yesterday. Said that we could possibly use for studio space the movie theater. So we could actually have studio with microphone, everything else set up in there. But I'm not, we'll see. I will take that right now, just waiting on wait and see mode. But potentially, we could have our own studio to record the the podcast in and then upload it. Well, that isn't that dandy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, how much you paying for that one? Dude, I don't know. I, I, I have no clue what he was, you know. You'll they were like, paying with your back end with that one. <laughs> and use it, but uh, we'll talk, we'll talk offline on that one later on. Anyways, uh, let's, let's get to some sports here. The travesty that was the NBA All-Star game. Mac McClung uh, kind of saved the dunk contest. So, you know, it just goes to show that white men can jump. Um. Yeah, I thought that was Woody Harrelson out there. That was Matt McClung. I thought it was Woody Harrelson out there. I thought that was Teen Wolf. I thought that was Teen Wolf out there dunking the basketball. <laughs> Michael T. Fox. Yeah. I get higher ratings if it was Michael T. Fox. On a, on a six foot six foot uh, rim too. Yeah. Is that what it was? Did, 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 they, did they bring down the rim to six feet from Michael J. Fox? No. I think so. I think, I think that was a little tight basketball hoop. <laughs> oh shit! But no, I mean, I don't. So I didn't see what the lineup was. I know he was going up against Kenyon Martin Jr. Who else was in that dunk contest? Shaden Sharp was in it. Trey Murphy, I think, was in it. Okay. Jericho Sims Bunch had of the worst dunk honestly. Jericho Sims had the worst the worst dunk contest. The worst dunk. Where he put his arm through the hoop or something and then he pulls out a piece of paper out of his pocket and it said fifty on it. And everybody like all the players were just kinda like, Look at this fucking lame ass dude. It was embarrassing. Look at this that, that shit was embarrassing. That that was really embarrassing, but I mean, dude, just even, even the skills contest, even the skills contest was trash, trash. Yeah, like I want to see John Morant. I want to see Zion Williamson. I want to see some of these young people. LeBron never did it. Jordan did it. Anthony Edwards, Kobe bro. Yeah. Dude, give me some names. None of these cats are even fucking playing hardly. Like, Kenya Martin Jr. has been had a nice role off the bench for Houston. But Jericho Sims, I've never even fucking heard of him. Max McClung I knew back in, in college when he played at Georgetown. I didn't even think he was in the league. 
Apparently, he signed. A he was in the G League. Contract. He was in the G League on, on like was... a couple practice squads too. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know what the fuck has happened to the dunk contest. Even like a couple of years ago, you had at least Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. Yeah, and, know, and, and guess what? Zach Levine turned into an all star, right? So like, you right. know, in in hindsight, that was a good uh, you know person to have in the competition because he was expanding his game. He was turning into a star. Yeah. And then we get to the travesty. That was the all-star game. I mean, where the you fuck? You mean the no defense game? These guys should be fucking playing defense, like like intense playoff defense. But can we get a little bit? 185, 175. Dude, everyone is, everyone guys, is so afraid that they're going to get hurt in a game that they technically don't have, like, a game check for, if you want to call it, right? right? Like, you could be yeah. sacrificing your your future game checks on this one game. That's uh, Look, I, I agree with you. I definitely don't think, you know, it was played with any sort of – I don't know. It's like they, they've gone away from the, what the game used to be. It used to honestly be competition. The best of the best from the East against the best of the best from the West. Yeah. You know, that's what it was always, historically. And let's it, it and they like, competed pretend, against each other. Though, in those old days with Jordan, let's not pretend that they weren't like competing, competing like all out. But they were at least playing some defense. There was people at least getting hands and faces. Like that was what the what the fun of it was. You were seeing these guys go all out. Now someone made this suggestion, uh, Sam that could improve the all-star game. And I think it's the way to go now where there's some pride on the line. Make it U.S. all-stars versus the world. Isn't that the Olympics? Oh, okay. Oh, I like that, though. So you no, like, because you got other players from different countries. And isn't that called the Olympics? Yeah, but that's a country I mean, versus country. Okay, so I'm confused. What's the difference? Take all of well, our, well, team, our team all-stars. Team world would be – would the United like States Greek All-Stars. Players, Spanish players, Turkish players, whatever. Against other people's All-Stars. That's no, the Olympics. No, Joe. It's no, no, no. NBA against the NBA players. All-Stars. Against the NBA All-Stars. But it's, it's not just the world, Joe. It's whoever's playing in the NBA that's from Africa or Europe. Whoever made the All-Stars. Anywhere but the United like, States. Put it that way. You would see Luca and, and Giannis and on a team. And Jokic versus, like, Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, like, whoever. So yeah, no, I mean, you have like, more than just those guys. You have a lot of uh, role players. I don't know. I, just, I mean, it's not like I have any control over, you know, none of us have any control on this actually happening. But, I don't know, it just throws me out that, like, I get what you're saying, like, you have players that come from other countries. They come play at the NFL or the NBA. Um, I get that. And then because they're not American citizens, they don't play for the American NBA Olympic but, team. I get that. But no, 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 Joe. I think you, you I think you're, you're skewing it. Hold on. Let me break it down, Mike, real quick. All right. So th- okay. th- there are players, right? There are players that are from different countries, right? Now. In the Olympics, they all play for their country. In this scenario, they play on one team. So you have a Spanish player there, you have a Greek player there, you have a Serbian player there, so on and so forth, right? So you have Team World, which are all the non-American uh, basketball players, born basketball players, or the teams that they play for, respectfully, against 
Team USA, essentially, which is going to be full of NBA All-Stars. It's how the NHL does their All-Star game. The NHL yeah. All-Star game does the same thing. They do the world All-Stars that, that play in the National Hockey League, and then they have the, the, the American All-Stars, and that's how they separate their All-Star game. Because now it's just – I mean – the NBA might not choose to do it that way, but at least then it would be a little bit more prideful. And I think you would see some really good games there. Like, I mean, just looking at the rosters, you got like Giannis, Embiid, Luka, Jokic, uh, among a lot of other players for the world team. And then you would have like Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, like leading the, the American team. Which I- Honestly, I, I think know, the world they're... team would demolish the USA team. You'd be surprised, man, because keep in mind you're not taking uh, Team USA basketball players, okay? Right. No. You're, you're taking the stars of the league. So, like, there, there could be, like, for instance, Anthony Edwards might be on that Team USA team, but he's not going to be on uh, – sorry, he's going to be on that all-star team, but he won't be on Team USA, right? Mm-hmm. A lot uh, of a lot of wild you. cards, a lot of wild cards on the USA side that you're not accounting for. Oh, I'm just talking yeah. about like you get a starting five of Giannis, Luca, Embiid. Uh, yeah, it's Djokovic tough, it's tough to the, break. But if you get if you get I'm AD, like, if you get if you uh, like a healthy AD, if you get uh, you know uh, Jason Tatum, you get Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, um, and then again you can then you go to your second tier stars, your Jimmy Butler's, your Zach Levine's. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know all these other guys that are perennial all stars, but they're also you know U.S. born, so they're on the spot. I mean, the world team would also feature Shy, uh, Gilgeous, Alexander, Larry, Markinen, um would be on those teams. Um, Kristaps Porzingis, if he was ever an all star again. Uh, I mean, it would, no, I, I don't I, see. I don't think I, there might be enough. There may not be enough like world all stars to fill that team, though. Is what I'm saying. You might have to get like a Nurkic as well. You know, grab yeah, a Nurkic. That's, that's the, you know, the other guys, guys as well. That aren't really all stars and throwing them on the world team. Yeah, right. no, that's 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 true. I mean, you're probably not going to have twelve, you know, ten or twelve world players, and you know, it's. I don't know. Like in hockey, I think they can make it work because there's a lot of international players. You know what I mean? That play and, hockey more. And so that's why I think the bottom the bottom order of the Team USA will be like great, a lot better. You might have like Jalen Brown yeah. on your second tier, you know, of, of players, and and you might have people like that on your on your the bottom of your list, and they're going to be way better than number twelve on the world side. I just watching that game where guys are just like standing around. And they're just throwing alley oops. Uh, it's not really entertaining to me, man. Like that's ball. And when you see the best of the best, you want to see because you're not seeing that in the NBA Finals, right? You're not seeing you're not seeing LeBron James and Giannis Embiid and, and, and Embiid going up against like three other guys. You, you don't see it in the NBA Finals. Like, give me a matchup. Give me like LeBron. Staring down KD and saying like I got you like like I'm gonna, I'm gonna embarrass you in this All Star game like where is that like Jordan and Bird and those guys um, would kind of do that kind of shit you know what I mean or they would I, I would say Kobe show. the closest is Kobe 
as, as uh, like yeah. an NBA player giving a fuck about an All Star game. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I'll, I'll say this. I, I think the only professional, well, there's two professional series that's out there that actually has a competitive All Star type format. That's the Major Based. League, and and I hate to say it, it's fucking NASCAR. NASCAR, it's a million dollars. And it's people that have won yeah. during the, the year or won pole spots. They got a chance to go to Charlotte and race for a million bucks. Uh, and, MLB, and baseball, it, it decided home field advantage before. Yeah. It did, but not anymore. They changed that format back. But, yeah. Oh, they did. That's they, always they competitive, took away the home field advantage. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I don't know. Anymore, the NBA All-Star game used to be the best All-Star game. Of all the sports, it was the most exciting. The whole weekend, the, the whole weekend, right? The dunk contest, the three-point contest, the game right. itself, all of it. I'm just saying this. Ever since LeBron came in the league, the all-star game's gone downhill. I think it's him. When he started, yeah, in a way, it's actually gotten better too. I would say, in one way, yeah. it's gotten better. I do like the rising stars game, like the younger rookies, yeah. the second-year guys. I like to see fresh talent play also the best of the best of the possible stars to to come in the years. You know, maybe. I'd like to see, like, you know that, that's kind of like cool to see. see. Do you know what I would like to see, Sam and Josh and Joe? This would be the best thing possible. We could put this whole WNBA thing to bed right here and now. Give me the WNBA All-Stars against the championship G League team. And see who wins. That's kind of disrespectful, man. That's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> no, no, I like that. That, I that like genuinely it. is disrespectful. Let's do it. You understand? There are D two teams that will beat that All Star WNBA All Star team, right? No, no, no. Dude, women want to get paid. Them. Women want to get paid like the yeah. men. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm not saying take on the. Yeah, that's gonna be a massacre, bro. Just, just like U.S. soccer, let the men versus the women's team. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, because now you're going a little crazy here. Now, we – nah, fuck, I ain't even going there. Fuck that. Just say no. it, son of a bitch. Hey-o! Right. being a bitch and just say it. We're waiting. All right, I'm moving All right, on. G League, that, that G League All-Star team will absolutely destroy the WNBA All-Stars. Like, the, embarrass. Now, are we using NBA there. regulation basketball or WNBA? Oh, yeah, regulation. NBA regulation, everything. Three-point shot, yeah. basketball size, yeah. the whole lot. What if, what if we make it fair and it's uh, NBA regulation hoop, but a WNBA regulation basketball? No way. Fine. Absolutely not. Why? You're giving, you're giving, you're, you're giving, you're giving uh, NBA basketball players that can't palm the basketball cause, and they, they can't dunk for that reason, you're giving them the ability yeah. to do so. It's an advantage. Yeah. They want, like, like Mike said, you, if you want to get paid like a man, you got to play on the, the field that men play on, right? Well, it has nothing sense. to do with them playing on the field with men. It, has to, it solely has to do with bringing in the revenue. If you can generate yeah. the 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 people to watch the audience and the money flow, then you get paid the big bucks. But I don't on, care if on. you're a male or female. On, all, of that hap- oh, hold on. all of that happens on what, in what environment? 
in what's on what stage? Where does that revenue come in? Does it come in on the WNBA side with their rules, or does it come in on the NBA side with their rules? Well, that, that's my point. Is yeah. it's not a matter if it's male or female because I mean, if you go through the sports, let's be honest with you. Um, Serena Williams and, and with tennis and everything, they made a shit ton of money because I'll be honest with you, I'm going to fucking watch uh, hot female tennis players versus some fucking dude walk around in hot shorts or, or you know, and tight I, shorts. And I, guarantee, and I guarantee Serena Williams Serena will probably will beat half, half the men on, oh, the, yeah. on the circuit. She'll, she'll, she destroy, beat she'll destroy him. him. She'll destroy him. She's, phenomenal. Yeah. She's a phenomenal athlete. Absolutely. No, but going back to the game, though, I'm saying, why, why would you, why would you want to? I don't know. I think if you're looking at stage of revenue, you have to take your cookie imprint of what's giving you that revenue now. If the NBA is giving you that revenue now, why not prepare for a game to be on that stage to to maximize that? Changing the rules, yes, it'll make it even, I, I guess, right? But. What if it doesn't bring in the revenue because it's changed, because it's altered? Lost on what we're talking about. Uh, I, I've lost, yeah. Moving I on. I, thought, I, I have no clue where, where that went off. Moving on. No fucking clue where that happened, uh, the random left turn we just took. But anyway. Oh. All right. What's I, new? I, Louis leading us to the, quick, to the non-promised land. Before we move off of NBA, where would you rank Mac McClung's performance as far as dunks? Like, I'm not about to sit here and say it was on level of, like, Vince Carter or Zach Levine. He put on a good show. To me, Mac McClung's performance was similar to, like, when Blake Griffin won the dunk contest, like, what, 10 years ago or so? No, but Blake Griffin also did some absolutely insane stuff, like jumping over cars, and yeah, but a, that I was mean, a little different. Long, I think. Well, I think I think what you got to realize is nobody knew who Matt McClug was, and yeah. that's what made it special. Everybody knew who Zach <laughs> Levine was. Everybody knew who Blake Griffin was. <laughs> Matt McClug was yeah. a no-name G League player. But that wasn't if he, the, if he, if he was, a, if he was a known player. If he was a known player, would he have had the same impact? Probably not. I just think it, with him showing up and doing what he did, that was the shock factor. So I mean, you've got to put him up there ahead of some of these guys just for that factor. The dunks probably weren't that spectacular, but. It's who he is when he did it. Yeah. I mean, Spud Webb and Nate Robinson won the dunk contest, dude. That's true. That's true. You know? And, and and they brought in just the fact that they were 5'7 and 5'9, respectively. You know? Yeah. All right. So we got NFL coming up. Cuts are going to be made here soon. Free agency is going to be starting here in a couple weeks. Uh, the free agency is where I things are going to get interesting as far as the draft kind of as far as the draft goes. We know right now that there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight at least eight teams right now that want a new starting quarterback. Those teams are the Texans, the Colts the Raiders, 
the Falcons, the Panthers, the Saints, the Bucks, the, and the Jets. Sorry, nine and and the Washington Commanders. We know and the Green Bay Packers. Well, and the goal with Team Jordan Love, man. I have continually okay, read yeah, multiple reports that have said that Green Bay is done with Aaron Rodgers. They, ever since, I guess since his little sabbatical, they are just completely done yeah. with his antics. So, and they, they're going to go with Jordan Love. So, I so think they're not, the Packers are two in there. Quarterback. I mean, I, I don't so know then, if I would if, trust Jordan Love. Would you? Well, they're going to at least give them a year. They're going to give them at least a year and see. So let's let's focus on the teams we know. These nine teams we know are in the market for a starting quarterback. There are only four quarterbacks in the draft that were given a first-round grade. And, and really only one of them, there's only one quarterback who I believe can even be a potential – Pro Bowler is going to the right team, and that's C.J. Stroud. There's yeah, I, I agree with Wolf that 100%. What, and I don't, I'm actually in disagreement with that. I think okay. he's, he's going to struggle on the, in the NFL field. He likes to hold on to the ball I think he'll struggle if he has a bad O-line. But if he has a decent yeah. O-line, I think he, he's smart enough to make the right read. If, yeah, if he goes can, to the Colts, they're a playoff team. Yeah, they have a run game. They have decent receivers. Yeah, good O line. I can see that. Good O line. Yeah. So well, their O line is not, actually not that good. But it used to be really, really good. I mean, they they have, they have they have a Pro Bowl on their line. Let me put you that. Yeah. Way, right. True. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And not the just a regular Pro Bowler, like the best Pro Bowler possible in his position. Yep. The Colts are are rumored to be trading up to number one. And they like Levis, Will Levis. So I think the Colts are leaning Levis right now. That is the smoke that I am hearing currently, that they'll move up to number one with the Bears. Then the Texans would take Bryce Young. I hear that that organization is enamored with Bryce Young's mobility. They like him a lot. Um, Arizona picks third. They're not picking a quarterback. Bears are at four. They're not probably going to take another quarterback. They're going to keep Justin Fields. Then we get to the fifth pick, which is the Seahawks. This is where it gets interesting. The Seahawks are probably the first domino to fall for this. Do the Seahawks stay at five and take, like, a Jalen Carter, or do they take C.J. Stroud there and re-sign Geno Smith to, like, a two-year contract and let him be a bridge player? Or you can tag him, though. Can't, you ta- can't, you, can't they tag him? Or Gino you Smith? can tag him. Yeah, you could tag Gino. Let him be the starter for one I year. I wouldn't strap. tag Gino for $30, $40 million. That's stupid. 35 I think it is. I think 35 yeah. is the tag. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tag him for that much money. I mean, that's all you have that's to pay him, though. If he sucks, he's out. No more guarantee. I know, money but you that. can try to sign him. You can probably sign him for two years and have an out after one year. Yeah, but in that one year, how much guarantee are you throwing million. out there? $50 million? $50 million? $60 million in two years? Oh, I know. Well, you can yeah. cut them. You're paying, mo- you're paying more, uh, you know, for a two-year contract with that guaranteed money than you are for a tag, which is why Not Washington continues to tag Kirk Cousins for no reason, in my opinion, like three years straight. No, I get that. But I think they can sign them for a two-year deal and have the ability to cut them after one 
and it wouldn't count against the salary. Oh yeah, tax. absolutely, front loaded, front loaded. But you're paying more. What, yeah, that guaranteed money on that two-year contract would be more than the tag, right? Yeah, but I wouldn't pay that man more than twenty-five twenty-five million a year. Yeah, see, that's the problem. He wants guarantee. If he's gonna, if he's gonna get uh, a long, more than one year, you know, deal, he's gonna want a decent amount of guaranteed money, so he can survive. Okay, go. See you later. You're not gonna really go anywhere. Yeah, I would, that's, that's, that much. that's what I would. That's what I would say. So, like I said, tag is like, in my opinion, is, is the best way to do it because guess what? Yeah. If he gets injured or he doesn't play, they can they can uh, structure the tag on incentives as well. True. So they'll yeah. pay him less than 35 at the end of the year. So some of these teams in the NFC South are being rumored with other players. Saints and the Bucks are apparently on Derek Carr. The Jets are a possible destination for Derek Carr as well. The Jets are also trying to land. They're also trying to land, obviously, Aaron Rodgers. And they might be eyeballing Jimmy Garoppolo. So one of these teams is going to lose out on a quarterback. Then I think you're going to see a lot of trade activity. I think Arizona is going to trade down from number three. I wouldn't be surprised, guys, if, 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 if Seattle is there for a quarterback and they decide not to pull the trigger on a quarterback, if they trade down and let a team like Carolina – or some, or even Washington trade up to get a quarterback. So I think we're going to see a lot of movement once free agency kind of ends and the and the chairs stop. You know, the chairs are all filled up. We're going to see who still really needs the quarterback. Um, I, you know, if the Saints get Derek Carr, I think they're okay for a couple of years. I don't think he really makes them that great, but I think they they stay around and uh, a seven to 10-win team in New Orleans. Um, That's guys, a relatively where, where weak division, think? right, Mike? Yeah, oh, it's easier really, to say I, that. That division sucks. It's terrible, yeah. So, where, where I do you mean, you've got to think, the, the playoff team had a losing record in that division. That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's but that's and happened now, with Seattle, too, in, that, in the NFC. Yeah. West. All, all four of those teams need a quarterback, though. Atlanta, Tampa, Carolina, and New Orleans all need a quarterback. Hey, so but listen, Mike, to... Atlanta's, Atlanta's saying that Ritter is looking like the the choice, even though he hasn't shown much in at the end of the season. They're saying they like what they're seeing out of Desmond Ritter. Who knows? So if if C.J. Stroud were there at at eight – for the Falcons, you don't think the Falcons are pulling the trigger on? Them? Oh no, I would pull the trigger ASAP. Oh yeah, ASAP, ASAP. I mean, if I was Seattle, question. if I was Seattle and CJ Stroud there at number I take five, it. I take it too. I would pull yep. the trigger in a heartbeat. You're you're already trying to go through a rebuild. Why not start with a fucking the QB? Yeah, yeah I was I was QB arguing with my buddies Josh, Josh and Mike. I was arguing with my buddies that the Jets should find a way to to get CJ Stroud instead of actually. Uh, if if they can't if they don't have to give up much to move up to get him, they should probably try to do yeah. that instead of trying to take Carr or uh, or uh, you know Rogers really, or Garoppolo. Yeah, I would well, a young Ego, a pocket quarterback. Oh man, I, I think the Jets are going to be in that win now mode with their team. Yeah. I think, and I think that's why they go after uh, a proven quarterback like an Aaron Rodgers yeah. or 
uh, Derek Carr or Jimmy G. So, because as I mean, a Jets fan, oh. I'll tell you my dream. My my dream is my dream is that Aaron Rodgers somehow gets to the Jets. All right, and and oh, he's 38, 39 years old. Go ahead, Mike. He's gonna follow the no, Brett Favre train station there, and then go to Minnesota after. Fuck out of here, bro. No way. Get the hell out of here. I wanted to pull a Peyton Manning, bro. Land on a team that has a good defense. Win a chip and get the fuck out of here. The Jets have explored trading up to the number three spot, which is where Arizona is. But this is what it's going to take from what I'm hearing. That this is what Arizona is looking for. They're going to look for the 24 and 25 first-round pick, right? Plus, the Jets will have to throw in the 13th pick this year, the 43rd pick, and the 112th pick That's too to much. move up from, thir- That's from too much. to move up from 33 to move up those 10 spots. That's too much. We, there's too many holes on on that team to fill. You know, even on a backup yeah. role. You want to get a, a guy that's really good that can be a backup to possibly the starter now? I'd rather take him yeah. and mortgage all of that, right? Yeah. So um, I, there's a couple more cuts here that uh, I wanted to uh, – that I, I read about that, that they're thinking are possible cuts. Zeke and Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is owed, I think, $12 million next season. They're talking about he could be a cap – cap casualty because he's not really worth that price tag and that um, they can cut, the Cowboys can cut Ezekiel Elliott and save $10 million on their cap by cutting him. I think unless he agrees to a restructured contract, he's gone. I I wouldn't mind seeing the Bengals bring in Ezekiel Elliott. We talked about this before, Josh. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. mind seeing the Bengals bring in Zeke on like a two-year contract worth like $6 million. No, I'd be okay with that. I mean, do you honestly think we're going to get him for two? I would do a two-year, ten million dollars with like six million guaranteed. That—that's probably like the best chance. I mean, if we can get him for that, that'd be great. I don't see it. Uh, But also, (laughs) I mean, with Mixon, I mean, don't get me wrong, Mixon. You know, he hasn't lived up. So you know, cut him. What? And then so, sign P. Ryan. Joe, 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 Josh, Mike, why wouldn't Mixon re- restructure his contract for the Bengals? He might. If Z he might. Today, right? I mean, well, he's, he's voiced that he wants to stay. Him. He's voiced that he wants to stay. So, uh, you know, you said you want to stay. So, okay, let's restructure that contract and, and see what you got. But right now you're yeah, not looking but, too but good. But your owner's going to take him to the, to, to the, well, to the, to the cleaners, here's, man. Here's, here's well, they can cut him, him and then sign P. Ryan for a less amount because he's established himself pretty good. Still give well, him here, some good pay, but P. also get him cheaper. P. Ryan is not going to be a starter. He's not going to be a f- the full number one back. He just doesn't – they're not going to do He doesn't have do the chops. He doesn't have the chops to do Correct. it. Correct. Uh, yeah, right. Number two, I'm it, just it, was very, it, was, it was very telling in the Bengals playoff game who played more snaps. It was P. Ryan Here. over Mixon. Yeah. I think the Bengals are starting to realize that, hey, Mixon's not going to get us there. That's why I think it, he's cut. Yes, he might be able to restructure and come back on a cheaper deal, but I think the Bengals are going to be looking at a running back. And if Bajan Robinson's there at 28, no. 29, no. the Bengals no. might go there. 
No, you don't take a running back in the first round of the draft. You just I agree don't. with you. And, and, I and agree listen, with listen, you. listen, listen, listen. You're telling me there more times in two years than any any NFL quarterback has in the last ten years. All right. So so uh, you know you, you got to shore up your line, dude. You have to shore up the line I agree. first. I agree with you, but I'm telling you, protect it, I your think your, your golden your golden goose, bro. Your golden goose is Joe Burrow. Real, I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying it's going to happen. On your, on your point about Mixon not playing in the playoffs, there's a reason why. Mixon is not good in pass protection, and he's not good in blitz pickup. Well, he's fucking horrible. Now, there's a running back that we just discussed who can not only Zeke. catch the ball out of the backfield, but he's very good in blitz Zeke, pickup, yeah. and he's very good in pass protection. Yep. Ezekiel Elliott. And he will get yep. you those tough to four yards. And it's, right now, the going rate for a running back at his age and his production is currently $4 million a year. That's what the Cowboys are hoping he restructures his contract to. That's what he would get on the open market right now, about 4 to $5 million a season. So to Sam's point, why not come back to Ohio? You're playing on a – you're on a com- – competing team that's going to compete for a championship. We know that. They're not just going to fall off. Uh, you know, sign a two-year deal worth about $10 million. Then you got Zeke and Pirine in your backfield. I think you're fine there. Maybe you draft a running back in the third or fourth round that can develop. You know, you still got Chris Evans, who's relatively young. Um, let's see. I, I, you got to put a little see. bit more depth behind Zeke, Mike. you got to put a little bit more depth behind the men. He's prone to injuries at well, we in his career. I mean, and, and I don't know if Piran can handle that that volume. And then, well, but besides him, there's Chris Evans and there's Tra- Trayvon Henderson. The, well, all guys. I would say another, draft. I would another, say draft somebody. There's another right? running back that could be in play draft, too. Draft somebody. Who's that? There's, there's Who's another that running back that could be in play too, and that's Dalvin Cook. He might be a cap casualty too. So yeah, but he's he could the... be on the open market. No, they're keeping and... him, man. They're keeping him. They got another two years out of him. Maybe yeah. they're they're starting to get cash strapped in Minnesota. I think well, they're going to be like going to be the first. Thielen's going to be the first one to go. Thielen's going to be the first one to go. Thielen's definitely the first one to go. Yeah. But I mean, they got to pay Justin Jefferson a monster contract at some point, right? Yep. Do yeah. I, that's coming up this year. It's next year. Next year's is uh, fifth as, year off, As right? is Jamar Chase. As is Jamar Chase. No, he's he's same yeah. as Burrow. Jamar has an extra year. So just Jefferson came out a year before. Yeah, but considering Chase. you guys made the Super Bowl, there, there's going to be a push to sign the guys that are still within their fifth year option <laughs> oh, yeah. and prolong that bigger deal to come in a year from now. It, it's smarter to do that actually and save more money in the long run. True. Because the salary. I think the Bengals. Yo, the Bengals. Can I tell you who the Bengals, in my opinion, should go after for for in in uh, the case of a running back? I think that they should. If if uh, Zeke is available, obviously Zeke. But if you want a top tier running back, try and go poach somebody else. The Bengals are good well, enough to try to poach. That's why I said. I, that's why I said. I if Davin Cook ends up being a cap casualty, he could be another option for the Bengals. Um, 
we'll see. Yeah, you know, it's going to be an exciting time here uh, in the next what, free agency. Opens Lamar, up, what, I mean, Lamar's contract situation is still up for grabs, right, Mike? Yeah. So that's that true still too. has to be played out. And free agency starts, uh, let's see, March 13th. So we'll see. We'll kind of see how things go from there. Um, we got a little under 20 minutes left on the show. Before, I, I, wanna, I do want to talk a little college basketball. We are starting to get towards that time for conference tournaments and the NCAA tournament. But before I, I talked about that, guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about how I think and, and I wanted to get your opinion, Josh and Sam and Joe, on this too, is how to fix the NCAA and how to fix NIL and, and some of these other things. Because right now, I feel like college sports has just become a cesspool. And it's losing viewership. It's losing viewership by the millions. College basketball is at its lowest rated at any point than it has been in the last 20 years. College basketball is, is dying a slow death. College football, I think, will start to go that way at some point down the line. And a lot of it but, is oh, – hey, Yeah. Real, real quick, real quick. So, so based on what you're saying, you know, I, I completely agree, but you see the changes that college football is making with conferences – and divisions, and who's going where, and, and movement. There's movement there, right? That movement hasn't really reached its peak for basketball yet. And basketball is still so stagnant. They're just they're getting hit with these transfers that the NIL uh, NIL transfers and, and deals rather that that are coming around for these college players. They're just they haven't gotten the exposure. They haven't moved out to other bigger divisions, smaller teams to bigger divisions, and vice versa. Any, if a team moves in college football, it affects the basketball team. So if a team moves from the SEC to the – or from the oh, – shit. Sorry, something working. I just came through. Um, if a team moves through, um, then uh, it's going to affect the college basketball team too. Um, but – Yeah, no, but, but who gets the press – who, who gets the press coverage, though? It's, it's football that gets the coverage, not basketball. football. Yeah. yeah, no, okay, it might be football, but it, but it doesn't matter because like when a team moves from the from the American Conference to the Big Twelve, that's I mean their basketball team's playing in there too. So here's how to fix college basketball, and I think here's how to fix college sports in general. One is the transfer portal. Now, when they put this in, you used to have to when you transferred schools have to sit out a whole season, okay? That's gone with the transfer portal. They need to bring that back. Everybody should get one free transfer. So let's say you're playing at Ohio State. Let's say you're a pretty heralded recruit coming in, but for some reason you get passed over on the depth chart, you you get injured, you never really make a name for yourself there, and you want to try to transfer for a, a greener pastures. Fine, transfer. But what I hate to see is I'll see players – Start at, like, Alabama. Then they'll transfer to, like, Texas Tech. Then they'll transfer to, like, Georgia. And, like, they keep transferring. That shit is tiring. Like, you should get one free transfer. 
without having to sit out. Then if you transfer again after that, you got to sit out. Two, they should cap NIL. Right now it's a free-for-all, and some players are getting paid $6 million before they've played a fucking down, before they've played uh, a minute of college basketball. Cap that shit at, like, $50,000. We all, you know, we were all in our 20s once. We were all 19, 20 years old. Prove it. You can't tell me that $50,000 for the year wouldn't have gone a long fucking way at that point in time in your life. How much? Wait, hold, hold on. Why, why can't you Why can't you cover the cost of your tuition for your college? No, that's, that's it. Yeah, you get you get the free tuition plus you get like 50k. That right. Yeah. This is the day I don't I don't and I don't even know if that'll work because all these players are still bitching because the NCAA is going to still make a shit ton of money. Fine, but let them make a shit ton of money once they turn professional. College is there for a reason. It's college sports because you're there to get an education and you play sports also. And it's it's fun. It's pageantry. But college sports with all the moving and the rivalries dying, the natural rivalries dying. Imagine right, Ohio State's never going to leave the Big Ten. But imagine that the Big Ten wasn't the class conference that it is. And let's say Ohio State ended up moving to the SEC, and you no longer had the Michigan game, and you no longer had the the Michigan State and the Penn State games. Yeah, granted, you might be playing Alabama and Georgia and LSU, but it doesn't feel the same. And that's how it's going to be with Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. Oklahoma and Texas, great, so that that was a great rivalry. But Texas also had a really good other rivalries in the Big 12. Oklahoma still had Oklahoma State and Bedlam. And and now that's dead. And the rivalries aren't – they kind of dispersed because you have a bunch of teams that are pulled from here and there all over the country, and there's, there's no longer, like, the footprint. There's no natural rivalry anymore. And I, Well, I think you that, should be blaming that, Nebraska for starting that shit. Nebraska, Nebraska started. Texas A and M. Texas A and M started it. Okay. Texas A and M went to the Big Ten before Texas A and M went to the SEC. So I gotta say, fuck Nebraska. Anyway. It's all their fault. But college sports, they need to not only they gotta also figure out something with the tampering, and if it's found out that you're reaching out to students who are not in the transfer portal to get them to transfer to your school, it should be an automatic loss of, like, five scholarships. Because that in football and in, well, in basketball, that would fucking kill you. In football, that hurts. If you lose five scholarships, and so instead of signing 25 people, you can only sign, like, 20, that's, that, that might not hurt you immediately, but that will hurt you two to three years down the road. So I, they got to make it. A, they they got to make a good punishment for contacting kids that are not in the transfer portal. They got to cap NIL, and then for college basketball, this was brought to my attention a few years ago. This is what baseball does, and I think this would make college basketball better. Is if you sign to play college basketball, you are there for a minimum of of three years. Now, 
can either go straight from high school to the pros or you can go to the G League or you can go play international ball for a year and then go to the NBA. That's fine. But if you sign to go to college, you have to be there for three years. That's what they do for baseball is you can get drafted straight out of high school and baseball. But if you sign a scholarship, you have to be there for three years. Now, football is a little bit different. They, they Their mandate is that they have to be three years removed from their last season in high school. And, and we Correct. all know for foot, totally different game. Like, you can never have a high school senior go straight to the pros. The body type and everything, the speed is just – it would get fucking annihilated. It wouldn't even be uh, – but, but basketball and baseball – and baseball, they don't go straight from high school to the pros. They, they sit there and play five years of fucking single-A and double-A ball before they even get to the pros. Most most guys that are drafted out of Sometimes. high school aren't even making their debut until they're 22 or 23 years old. So for I, I think for college, college basketball, basketball yeah. college basketball, you got to get rid of the, the one and done bullshit. And that that I think yeah. that hurts basketball a lot is uh, the one and dones because Kentucky. Look at Kentucky. Kentucky was really big on getting all these players. John Calipari didn't care about championships. He cared about getting these kids to the NBA as fast as he could. Uh, and you look yeah. at Kentucky fans, they're all pissed. They want Kyle Parry gone. They do not, they do not like yeah. Kentucky the way, the where it is right now. Uh, Duke was really big on the one. Kyle Parry changed the, the, uh, the, the landscape of, of NCAA basketball and how players are picked in the draft. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think you allow, you allow the players, if they want to go straight to the NBA out of high school, let them. If they're that good, let them go. If they don't get drafted, then they have to go to the G League. If they if they say, hey, I'm going to put my name into draft, you don't get drafted, you go to the G League. You can't go to college at that point. I think that'll that'll be really big for college, and then we can start seeing these, these kids play for three, four years and, and start this dynasty uh, teams again, like UCLA and, and Duke of old and Kentucky of old, you know? I think that'll help. Yeah. But uh, the NILs got they got to fix that shit. And like you said, the tampering. Uh, Amaju Buka, the wide receiver from Ohio State, came out and said multiple teams contacted me about going to their school. Why are yeah. these kids getting contacted when they're already in a school? That's right. that needs to be fixed big time because that is tampering yeah. with somebody's college education. They're just trying to. I understand they're trying to make their team better, but no. If they're already with a college and they haven't made the decision to leave, you are not allowed to contact. And they they find out you're right. Automatic uh, bowl suspension for that next year, and loss of two or three scholarships. Yeah, I think I think if they lose, they can lose the scholarships, and yes, it's going to affect them to a point. If it's in Alabama, Ohio State, them five them five scholarships might not affect them as as much, but you kick them out of the bowl game for a year, that's a shit ton of money they're going to lose for that school. That'll hurt worse. Because then they, yeah. ain't, they ain't got the money for the NIL that year. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But, uh, and then, you know, um, with this, with kind of everything going on with the tournament coming up, you just talked about it, Josh. Kentucky is down. They're not – North Carolina's not in the tournament right now. Kentucky's not likely to make the tournament. There's a lot of blue bloods that are not 
figuring into the tournament. And right now they're projecting that ratings are going to be very, very low. Now, I'll say this for the NCAA tournament. Everybody loves the first weekend because of all the upsets and the crazy buzzer beaters. Everybody likes to see, like, a Cinderella story. You know what people don't like Cinderella stories? When it comes to the Elite Eight and Final Four. It's fine if they're upbeat or a five seed or someone like that. Once you get to the Elite Eight and Final Four, the highest rating Final Fours had been the ones that featured almost predominantly blue bloods. The ones where you got like, like fucking Long Beach State or you know whatever teams. Uh, Chicago Loyola. Loyal, yeah, Loyal Chicago. They don't track very well, they, they, because. People want to see uh, the best of the best. They they like the upset, but they don't um, they don't like to see them in the final four. Once you get to the final four, they want to see the Kansases and the Kentuckys and and all these other teams. And honestly, looking at the ratings here, do you know what the highest rated games, the highest rated final four of all time? was last season. And you know who the final four was? UNC, Duke, Kansas, and Villanova. And the national title game was Kansas and UNC. It was it was one of it was the highest overall rated final four of all time. And then the highest rated championship game of all time uh for the final four was actually the uh, it was UNC and Gonzaga in 2017. That was the highest rated championship game. Uh, that that drew like 25 million views. So people aren't going to want to see teams in the in the Final Four. Like you know, like right now, look at this. Do you think if your Final Four is Houston, Alabama, Purdue, and and let's let's go with Tennessee, and you get a and you get a Purdue and Houston national title game. How many fucking million people do you think going to watch that shit? Not many. <laughs> They're going to have to no. pay people to watch. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, so I'm, I'm, I will say that I, I think the first weekend. Yeah, I, I think the first weekend of the tournament is going to be huge as far as numbers. Uh, sure. I, I think they're going to. They might break some records, and that's only because. Yeah. Uh, St. Patty's Day is that Friday. Right. So you know everybody's going to be at the fucking bars drinking and watching these games. Right. Right. Just throwing that out there. All right, guys. Uh, I wanted to get to this uh, while we still got about four minutes to go. Let's talk a little elimination chamber. This has been – you know, a fun show, and we've got we've gotten through a lot of stuff. But let's talk elimination chamber. Uh, Josh, I'll start with you. You are our resident wrestling uh, aficionado. Uh, what did you think of the pay per view as a whole? And did they get Zayn and Roman Reigns right in the main event? Uh, I mean, I think I think the pay per view was it was all right. Uh, I, I think everybody knew when Oscar came back last month, it was going to be her versus Belair after they after uh Rhea Ripley won the um Royal Rumble. I think everybody knew kind of yeah. that. So that wasn't a shocking thing. 
Um, Logan Paul coming. They, they've been teasing Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. So it was kind of it, it was fitting that Logan Paul cost Seth Rollins the match. So yeah. I set up that that match for WrestleMania. But again, everybody's seen that one coming, right? Uh, Friday night, the SmackDown right before was very interesting with Bray Wyatt. Uh, he called out the winner of Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. And he's a SmackDown person, right? And Lashley and, and Lesnar were pretty much primarily raw lately. So it would be kind of interesting how they do that. Uh, are, are they going to go SmackDown versus Raw, or is Bray Wyatt going to end up moving over to Raw eventually? Uh, I think that's a cool thing that they're going to try to do with, with Bray Wyatt. Hopefully it, it pays off. Um, I've heard Brock Lesnar will probably go against Gunther. Uh, I think that would be a fucking badass match. Uh, I think they previewed it well in the Royal Rumble. Uh, Gunther, he's a big dude too. So him versus the the Beast I think would be good. Um, Then coming into Zayn and Roman Reigns. I think they did do it right. I I think they did it perfectly with Jey Uso. Um, because now you can say now you can go to Roman or uh, Roman can go to Jay. See, he speared you. He hit you. When obviously he just moved, right? Um, yeah. It was fitting. I, I wish they would have just fucking pulled the trigger and had Sami Zayn win. I think that would have been a bigger moment, especially where they were at. Um, again, they could easily split these fucking titles up, and that's what they should have fucking done. Is said Zayn. Uh, you're going to go after the SmackDown title, the uh, Universal title, and then let Cody Rhodes face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the other title, the WWE title. That's what they should have done. I, I still think they, they fucked up. They could have easily had Zayn defeat him, and the crowd would went fucking nuts, and then you could have ran it back at WrestleMania. I, I still think Zayn and, and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania day one would have been fucking great. Um, yeah, and then you had Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns night number two. Uh, but yeah, it, it was fit. It was a fitting end to to that particular start of that that storyline, and then letting Roman Reigns go off to Cody Rhodes. But it's going to be interesting to see with Kevin Owens coming out to help Zayn. Uh, obviously, you've seen Jimmy come out and try to help Roman, and then what's going to happen with Jay? Are they are they going to? The rumor was is they were going to have Zayn and, and Kevin Owens versus the Usos at WrestleMania, which I think they would have Zayn and Kevin Owens go over in that match and win the yeah. probably the Raw titles. They might. I think they're going to split them titles up because they keep kind of saying they're going after the Raw tag team, they're going after the SmackDown tag team. Uh, so it be very interesting. What, what are you guys' thoughts? Well, I, I'm hearing that they're probably going to run it with Lesnar and Lashley at WrestleMania. I heard um, that too, but it was it was just that. You, call do you honestly think? On, do you Friday. honestly think that's going to bring it, bring in the the views, man? I don't know if it's going to draw think that much. Yeah, I I don't think it would draw all that much, but I, I do think that right that's the match. 
to have, unless you can somehow do the Gunther match. But Gunther's the Intercontinental Champion still, isn't he? Like, uh, yeah, you want to showcase that at the pay per view, and and then maybe maybe you take it off. Maybe at WrestleMania, they take the title of Gunther, and then at SummerSlam, you get Brock Lesnar and Gunther there. No, I mean, I, I with okay. with the whole tease on Friday Night SmackDown with Bray Wyatt calling out either Lashley or Lesnar. That's why yeah. I, I think that's why they're going in the opposite direction. And um, with that stare down at the Royal Rumble with Gunther and Brock Lesnar, I think that was the telltale yeah. that they were gonna they were gonna have them two fight some somewhere. Uh, Brock Lesnar losing dirty like that, I think they can come back and. Uh, SummerSlam, or if they do another show in Saudi, they save that match for that. Um, I mean, I agree. I, I would rather see. I kind of would rather see Lashley and Lesnar go at it one last time, and no, no bullshit finishes like it was last night or Saturday night. Right. Come on, that, that yeah. was just bullshit. Old school heel. I mean, what? Who are you trying to make a heel? Are you trying to keep Lashley as a heel, or are you going to try to make Lesnar as a heel? Because what Lesnar did was a heel move, right? Yeah. So they got to figure that shit yeah. out. Um, I mean, obviously they were they were having Bobby Lashley come out as the heel the way he was the last couple weeks, uh, and then the rumors of him uh, resurrecting the hurt the hurt movement, uh, whatever the fuck they are, um, and then bring Omos in the stable. That would be a pretty yeah. pretty significant stable then. Um, so are we not getting Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania for one of the title belts, or are we? Yeah, she's yeah we are. She challenged Charlotte Flair. Okay. So yeah, oh, okay. and it. It, it, it yeah. So I I think they pull the trigger on letting Rhea win the title there. Yeah. Uh, just for the fact that when Rhea Ripley came into, um, when Charlotte won the Royal Rumble, she picked the NXT champion. And she won the NXT title, uh, and that was against yeah. Rhea Ripley. So uh, Rhea Ripley winning the Rumble, she goes in, faces Charlotte, and gets her win back. Yeah. And I yeah I, I think there's gonna be a lot of title changes on that show. Um, I got a question I, I for Josh. Some, yes, sir. Do you do you think WWE is making the right moves now to kind of sort of counteract the surge that AEW had the last I don't know, I, I, AEW's kind of slowed down but still nonetheless they made enough enough of a tidal wave for WWE to be like alright we have to switch it up I, I think once Triple H finally took over creative yes I think they finally have gotten some of the best storylines that, that Sami Zayn Roman Reigns storyline that was supposed to end months ago and it wasn't supposed to pick up the way it did but it went so well. That's probably the best storyline that WWE's ran in probably 10, 15 years easy. Um, yeah. I still would have loved the payoff with Sami Zayn winning the title. Or if you if you want to continue keeping that storyline going, you've got something for SummerSlam that you can do. And this is why I said it's very important they should have fucking split the belts up. If you really were smart, if you didn't think that Sami Zayn was title contender, uh, he wasn't the championship contender, you could easily explain that away 
And then the person who started the reign against Roman Reigns ends his title shot at SummerSlam. That would have been Jey Uso. That would have been. I, a, I feel that like the same, a, the same the Sami Zayn uh, storyline wasn't. It, it's still not being used the right way. I think they're wasting time. Correct. Because, like, I think they should. Storyline has like its life, right? And you can only stretch it so far without making it entertainment. You know. Um, or, or making it uh, having to fake entertainment rather. Correct. Uh, you, if you ask me, who I'd rather see at WrestleMania, it would be Cody Rhodes versus Sami Zayn. I think them two okay. could put a fucking banger out. They're both very good in the ring. They both have big skill sets, and they can they could go for thirty minutes. To where with Roman Reigns, you get the same skill set over and over and over. You know what he's going to do. Sami Zayn, Cody yeah. Rhodes, I think that would have been a fucking phenomenal match, and they could easily pulled the trigger for that to happen because they teased it on multiple Raws that Cody Rhodes wanted him, but then they just didn't pull the trigger. Um, there's still a shot. They might make it a Daniel Bryan-esque type thing where they make Sami Zayn in for a triple threat match. They could still pull that if they wanted to. It's still early enough for them to do it. I- I but you're right. AEW's lost a lot of steam since that whole, ever since yeah. that CM Punk, uh, Young Bucks, Young Kenny Bucks. Omega, that killed AEW's uh, steam. It really, it really shot shot them down. Um, yeah. And there, there is still rumors that CM Punk is probably going to be back. Um, so, I think if if AEW can and can that whole issue and bring CM Punk, I think AEW will start coming back. They'll be more competitive. But right now they're they're not. They're getting beat. No, Triple H just, just call Triple them H is very smart in what they're doing. And did you guys hear the Vince how much Vince McMahon's trying to sell WWE for? Nine billion dollars. Nine billion dollars. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Jeff Bezos has enough money to buy that. So does Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. If they get if they get that and then they own the live they have the live golf going on, Saudi's gonna be a player in, in future oh, no. sports. Well yeah, all the women's if, matches are gonna be cover ups, man. You're not gonna see no ass, no titties. I was gonna say if if Saudi uh takes over, does that mean that um the women's wrestling has to change their outfits? That's only Probably. in their country, though. Yeah. I think that would only be in their country. So, uh, you never, you never know, though. So, oh, so, so you're yeah. gonna say you're, you're saying that it'll be allowed outside of the Middle East, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. There's a back there. The there's gonna be no women around. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works because uh, the belief is, you know, hey, you got to be covered up whether you're in country or out. So we'll we'll see. Oh, uh, I I have no idea. I I don't get into the political part of part of I the mean, sport. Yeah, but they're also looking at it from a money aspect too, right? So yeah, they're not going to turn down yeah. that much money from another. Just they won't allow in their country. They probably will allow it everywhere else. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I still think Disney's going to push to buy it because uh, they can add more yeah. content onto their app and get more subscribers. So uh, you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna take an offer. He's gonna take an offer from the Saudis, and he's gonna walk over to 
to Bezos and be like, listen, this is how much I'm, I'm getting. You want to buy it for this much more? In this corner, measuring four foot, weighing 100 pounds, Goofy! Oh, oh God. <laughs> All right, guys. His tag team partner with the big ears, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> We're going to kick your ass. <laughs> Bring back celebrity death match with Mickey Mouse. Yes! Yeah. All right. Thank you for tuning in on a Monday, guys. That's all the time we got. We should be back at it in full force on a Friday. Uh, hopefully, we'll find some more. Hopefully, there's some exciting news and some shit that ha- goes down between now and Friday or else. We're going to really have to fucking fill for content. Uh, we're going to need a chronic corner and a things that piss me off for Friday. Uh, all right, well, guys. the things that pissed me Take off care. had a new number one last week. Yeah, I know. I saw I, I drew the ire <laughs> of Josh. It pissed me off. All right, guys, take care. We'll be back at it Friday. Thanks for listening. We cover our bases. Face it. You can't erase us. Back and forth. Watch where it takes us. Cultural topics and sports, baby. You know we got it. Always our response is amazing. Our bases covered. Yeah. Yeah, you know you love it. Our thoughts, they be off with a dome. First to the second. The topics, they change like the weather. Then you know we bringing it home. We cover our bases.